thing. That's my championship, not yours. You didn't earn it. You cheated. That's what you did. Oh, this. No way. Well, he's here. Sami Zayn is here. Get to face this. That's right. That's right. Get a good look. Get a good look. This is the mirror. This is showing me the truth, pal. This, look at it. You are a fraud, and this is the proof right here, Jeff Hardy. There's one is the Continental Champion, and you are looking at him. Yeah. This is the champion. There's only one, and it's me. I've never been defeated. You understand, bro? Come on, you know. Ring the damn bell. Welcome to the JFW Podcast. In case you didn't know, that stands for Just Fans Wrestling, where we're going to talk some wrestling and bust a few balls and have some fun. And the JFW tag team is here. Let them know, guys. It's me, Catherine. It's me. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> it's because I'm laughing at you, a.k.a. the Idol Gamer. Accurate. It's me, Zach, aka Splick Lago. Let's talk about some wrestling. <laughs> she let you have it and you fucked it up. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, I kept waiting to be interrupted. Uh, Anybody and- that's been listening for the past eight million shows knows that Cat loves to interrupt my introduction. I was trying to be nice for once. Oh, well, look at that. And this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo. And then let's get into some fucking payback. 2020. We haven't seen payback since 2017. So I don't understand what they're paying back. I don't, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. That's why they stopped paying back. Uh, you know, I will say I'm I'm not a fan of this one week remove from a pay-per-view and having another pay-per-view. I what? agree. I think these were all matches that could have most likely occurred throughout the natural course of Raw SmackDown. Mhm. I agree. Um So I, it was it was it, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I will say that the quality of the show was just as good as the week before. I still think SummerSlam was a better show, but it wasn't like they had SummerSlam, which was an okay show or a decent show, and then they just tanked it right after. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a good showing. The matches were easy to follow, quick and to the point. And even the ones that went long, you didn't feel it because they were good matches. So, let's jump on that card. Let's do it. All right. So, we card have... Card lady. Oh. Card lady. That's you, card lady. Thanks for the interruption. What? Jesus. Anywho, are we doing the pre-show? Because it was like... Riot Squad one next. Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> hey, I will say this: it's good to see Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan back together. I like them as a tag team. I like the group. I, I wasn't. I didn't hate the group yeah. when they had like uh, the who was the other one? Sarah Logan, uh, Sarah Logan right? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Who's having a boy, by the way? I know how you love the pregnancy updates, Louis. Thought I'd keep you informed. I think it's great. He only you likes don't. them if he calls them. Yeah, I, I think it's great when uh, <laughs> women have babies that are not mine. <laughs> 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 up next we have the united states championship apollo cruz versus bobby lashley i called this one the only one mm -hmm. i got no it's not the only one i got right i think it's one out of the two that i got right um apollo uh, no bobby lashley wins i can't say that i was too surprised i just didn't think they would pull the trigger I mean, it was. I will say that it was a really good match. It was a very was. physical oh match. The two of them were fucking killing each other. It was the best that I've seen Bobby Lashley do in a while because mm -hmm. they haven't really been giving him like Shit good matches or good people to fight against. And this was definitely a showcase of his abilities and Apollo Cruz's as well. I think both of these men did really good. And I was pleasantly surprised that this kept my attention. And that's how you know it was a good match. If I'm paying attention, it's a good match. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it. Well, I said after the match was over, I said that's the last we'll see of Apollo for a while. And, you know, Lewis corrected me. He said, no, nah, you'll still see him. You just won't see him as a champion. But in my opinion, I think he should have had a little bit longer run with the belt and what he had. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's it's not as fun to what it was a good match. It was physical and athletic. And, you know, they, they had their tricks and it was good and entertaining to watch. But if you just know he's going to get beat down every time after this and he's probably not going to hold the belt again, I don't know. I lose interest in watching at that point. Well, I don't, I don't think you can say for sure that he's not going to win the belt back. You know, this is a prestigious title. It's probably something that they're trying to um, make equal to their in, the Intercontinental title, which is probably, in my opinion, one of the greatest titles ever. And yeah. so I think a good back and forth with some good physical matches or maybe just some good matches in general might put some credibility behind it and they can give it back to him. I mean, Bobby Lashley is no slouch. The guy no. is a fucking no, beast. No, I think he's, he's talented. I was actually going <clears> to <throat> ask both of you, and this is why I didn't write it in the chat, in the group chat, because I wanted to hear your, your reactions here. Do you think that they're going to give Apollo Crews his own crew. Like they have the Hurt Business. They're going to give Apollo Crews his two people to hang with. Or do you think they're going to make Apollo Crews question whether or not he should be in the Hurt Business? Because remember, they tried to recruit him. Um, I was trying to let you finish your question without laughing because <laughs> when you say they're going to give him a group, I'm like, he already has a group of fucking midgets. He's got <laughs> fucking Ricochet and Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, my God. Oh my which, God. by the way, yes, which, by the way, we're sitting there watching yep. it. And when they called him that, I was like, oh, my God. I know Lewis is cracking up watching that, this right that now. That no, that shit, shit was happened funny. on SmackDown when they did the stupid, uh, um, 
coño, como se dice the, the... When they did the arm wrestling match. Mar yeah, uh, Mark, Mark Henry, Henry. called him. Mark Henry did it, right? yes. Yeah, he called him. <laughs> so, I mean, he's got a crew already, but. Okay. So come on. If they're going to give him a crew, they got to give him, you know, like a crew. Like he needs. Well, give him Titus back. Maybe, you know what? Who? Titus Worldwide. Is he still is he still on the contract? As far as I yeah. know. Oh yeah. well, they could do yeah, that. I'll take a Titus Worldwide. Is kind of awards for the company. I mean, he could win. No, he won awards for himself, Zach. Like, let's not take that. Let's put well, respect on that. You know what? I will take Titus as long as he doesn't, you know, run down to the ring and fall <laughs> under it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring that shit up. I mean, um, but he. I mean, he is. He's got a really good look to him he's a big dude um and i i think that could work maybe maybe they give him the new keith lee too with the skirt and the boots <laughs> stop it yeah. stop it it's bad enough i gotta watch my man go down like he's going down right terrible now. we'll talk about that in a minute that's so uh, yeah. but i i maybe maybe it is a possibility that they give him you know a, a group of people that'll assist you know i don't think that's a bad idea because you got MVP is kind of over the hill, but he can still go. Bobby Lashley's an animal, and fucking Shelton Benjamin yeah, is... Yeah, Shelton Benjamin's good as shit. I love... I've always liked Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, so, same here. Even yeah. when he was uh, one of uh, Kurt Angle's cronies. Yep. World, uh, world's greatest tag team. Him, yep. him and uh, Benjamin... No, him and Haas. Charlie Haas. So... Uh, all right, moving right along. We've got Biggie and Shimos. Biggie for the win. Another brutal match. Yeah. Let me tell you something. When when you are with a guy who you can just lay some shit into, it comes out real good. And Sheamus mm -hmm. is... I always thought he was stiff. So yeah, everything that... I've, I've heard you say that before. Yeah. Everything that he does looks like it hurts. And then everything <laughs> that anybody does to him looks like it hurts because he's so pale. His skin turns red. You look at it. So, you know what, though? I've seen him take a beating before. And I still have never seen his skin turn hamburger like Daniel Bryan's. Well, that's true. Daniel Bryan's turns to just mush, it looks like. That's because he's a vegan. <laughs> 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 um, no, that, that was a really good match. I thought that the, um, you know, I thought all the, everything that they did was timed right. It didn't yes. look like they were expecting anything. It looked Correct. like a good uh a good match and a good fight that spear um the, that yeah, me and zach were talking about oh my god the spear from the apron that was fucking amazing and for a guy that big and i'm talking about big e to do that move get you know kind of fly out of the ring with it and land the way that he landed so that nobody you know it didn't look like it looked like it hurt but you knew that he didn't get hurt on that landing like i mean he's he's a really good athlete yeah yeah, I agree. So I, I think that was a good um, a good win for him, and you know a notch for him to have under his belt for whatever they have planned for him. Plus, I like I like Big E's finisher, the big ending. Yeah, I I wish he would get something else because it's 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 almost like a dominator type of move. Mm. If I'm thinking the right one, um, and or Bobby Lashley does like this. Yeah, over the shoulder, and then. So I mean I think Bobby did the same thing in the match before to 
to Apollo Crews also because they the the announcers were like oh Dominator and I'm like oh okay so I don't know I'm not a, even though they were on two different shows um, you know I'm of the opinion that Biggie needs to change his image completely and if he's gonna do that I think he needs a good power move to use other than that well I think he's got a good start I definitely mm-hmm. think that he's uh, you know, he's admitted, look, I, I like to do silly stuff, and that's part of me, but when it's time for me to focus, I can be serious, and he's showing that. And that's what he needs to show right now, because I don't think they're taking him away from New Day. I don't think that's in the cards. I don't I don't think so either, but there is no New Day right now, so he needs to be Big E, not New Day Big E. Right. You know, that that's all I'm saying. What do you think, Kat? What do you think? So I actually like this match too. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of no setups. Like, don't let me see, don't let me see the trick. Like, you mm-hmm. know, the the magic trick. Don't let me see the trick. Let me let me. You don't want to see none magic. of this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Don't show me. Don't show me your sh- your setup. Um, and I agree with you, Lewis. That it Sheamus hasn't been like one of those people that I'm like, oh my God, I love Seamus. Like he's so great, even though if, if he's a heel, blah, 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 blah. He's never been one. Every time Seamus comes on, I'm like, oh, this is where I do my homework. <laughs> but uh, I actually, I, I enjoyed this a lot. Um, they definitely each held their own again. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Seamus pick up Big E and you're just like, his back is gonna break <laughs> any minute now. And he, you know, that he bench presses Biggie's weight, I think, is what mm-hmm. I think one of the announcers said, or I read it somewhere, some shit. Um, but I definitely like this a lot. I would like to see a rivalry with them. It, I feel like Seamus and Biggie have more of a story than Seamus and Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Um, I be- I agree with that. Um. Because they can go the route of of we're kind of the same age, we've kind of been in this game, kind of the same time. You guys mm-hmm. have won more of the tag team titles than mm-hmm. than me and the bar or him and I can't remember who it was that he was with before the bar. Uh, uh fuck. Anywho. Yeah, it, do- it doesn't matter. Um, so they could, he could kind of go with that route, like, oh, you're alone now, I'm alone now, let's do this type of thing. You know what I mean? Because Zaro has fucking Shinsuke, so let that, let that be that. Um, but I think this rivalry would be more of a compelling story mm-hmm. than the rivalry between Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. I agree wholeheartedly. I was actually thinking about that during the week also, that because they had these wars as tag teams with Mm. the bar and the usos and you know they Mm kind of you know all rotated for a while i think Mm -hmm. that you know there is a story there to say listen i've been i've been kicking your ass since i was in the bar you couldn't beat me then you can't beat me now yeah but he just beat him you know and oh you got one over on me but i am a Mm -hmm. fan of this sheamus with that damn hat i fucking love that hat he likes bowler hat shame. Oh my god, I love it. Anyway, moving right he look, along. He looks like a 1930s uh, club bouncer. Yes, he looks like a 1930s like 
in the bar type of guy with his fist this way. Let's go. <laughs> Facing Put him out. Up. Yeah. Put him up. Put him up. Put him up. Do you want to play? Hmm? <laughs> Next, we have King Corbin, which I mean, I guess, and Matt Riddle. Um, Matt Riddle for the win. I was I was not surprised, but well, let me let, let, let me say it the other way. I I kind of thought that this was gonna happen, so I wasn't surprised that it happened. I oh. was more surprised that they let it happen. Como? Explain yourself, please. Corbin has been and continues to be one of their top heels. Yes. Um, people hate his fucking guts. 100%. And if they want to keep that going, he could have beat Matt Riddle with like shenanigans or something. And that would have oh. just kept that going. Oh, okay. um, but I think I think they did the right thing by having this competitive match it was another physical match you got three back to the three physical matches in a row because they really laid into each other too um you know and especially with matt riddle being an mma guy and uh corbin being a former boxer like they yep. I, I thought that that golden was a golden, yeah golden, golden gloves. gloves golden glove so i thought that was a really good combination of guys to put in the ring and it paid off it was a really good match in my opinion anyway i enjoyed it and I thought they did it right by having Corbin attack him in the back. Because it kind of keeps it going. Because now yeah. Cor now Corbin knows that he can beat him. So now he's like, oh yeah, fuck you. I'm just going to attack you from behind. And, and I like that. Yeah. Zach? Um, I, agree with, I agree with both of you. Well, I don't know what you thought about this. Me? Yeah. yeah. That's it? Just aim? Like it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't. Bro. Bro. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I like Matt Riddle's style. I agree with um, Louis that Corbin is is definitely the number one heel because I can't stand him. He's had some good matches. He's had some bad matches. So I don't know. Corbin's real wrestling ways. Cause I don't know if the good matches are because of who he's with, you know, or is it because he's he's good? And the same thing is with the bad matches. Okay, is he mm -hmm. is he good because he was with these good people and he's bad because he's actually bad? Or vice versa. Does that make sense? I feel no, like it does make sense. sense. But you know what? I, get what I, you're saying. I judge everybody by the. Uh, let me not say everybody because not everybody goes through NXT. But he started in NXT, oh. and he was really fucking good in NXT. See, I didn't see him. What in I NXT. saw of him in NXT, uh, he was good. Mm -hmm. See, and I didn't see him in NXT. For me, you got ghosts visiting no, you. No, the light switches on the outside. They're probably messing with the lights. Oh, I was like, is this last call? <laughs> <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> anyway, um, I didn't see him in NXT. So all I have of Corbin is Corbin with the long hair, Corbin with the receding hairline, Corbin with the vest, <laughs> and then King Corbin. Right. 
So that's that's all I have to go by. So I, I try to base him off of everything I've seen so far. And like I said, so far in this brand, he's had good matches and he's had bad matches and it's kind of hard to tell yeah. which is his. You know, the other so, thing about him is that, and I don't know how much this contributes to what his position is, but I know for quite some time he was very vocal um, for the locker room about uh, CTE, and he made some comments to some of the doctors that, you know, uh, as a football player, he understood what CTE was, and I thought I think he believed, if I remember that this was a story from a few years ago, um, he didn't think the doctors there were taking it serious enough. And oh, I he did got hear into, about that. Yeah, he got into one of the doctor's faces and they didn't like that. And, you know. Because after him, it was, shit. I can't remember who was the other male. And then Nikki Bella mm -hmm. um, also had confronted doctors. Mm -hmm. um, but he started that whole chain reaction. I did, I did um, read about that. So I mean he I mean he plays a heel but I mean he's got some he's got those guys backs in the locker room. Oh yeah yeah no. Well, oh, I, yeah. I am a firm believer that the <clears throat> best heels are the best human beings. Um Joe. 9 times out of 10. <laughs> Shut up. Suit Joe is like the best no matter what. Um but yeah for me this match wasn't like out of this world but it wasn't terrible either. It, was, mm -hmm. it definitely wasn't the worst match of the night. <laughs> No, I don't think it was either. I, I think it, I thought it was right in succession of where it needed to be. They literally yeah. had three physical matches in a row, and I, I loved it. It was entertaining. Yeah. You know, and they built to it. Like, even though this pay-per-view was coming a week after SummerSlam, they were already building that match because the tension started the minute that he got there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it, it, it wasn't do, a surprise. I do like that. I do like that whole, the story that they're, where where Chad Gable fits into this, it feels weird. The whole King's Ransom. And it feels weird. And here's why. It feels weird because you have this storyline, and I'm trying to make this as quick as possible. You have the whole storyline of uh, Corbin making fun of Chad because of his height and bullying him and all this shit and Chad standing up to him and now Chad's doing his bidding, like that doesn't fall into play with what they built there. It should have, and, and I'm not saying that Chad Gable should be taking either side. It should be Corbin trying to persuade him even more into it. Mm -hmm. So you have Corbin going, Look, Chad, I know we've had our issues. I know we've had our differences and whatnot, but we can't let this new guy come into the locker room and take over our shit, the shit that we've built, the shit that we've put together. And Corbin and and uh, <clears throat> Chad going, no, you're you're thinking too much. You know, you, you're doing this too much. And then they, he has a fight with Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle wins. And then Corbin comes in and talks into Chad's. You see what I'm saying? Like, use Corbin's heel shit tactics to the best of Corbin's abilities. But to have Chad submit so quickly, it just doesn't fall into play. And it could it could add on to the story. Cause I like the fact that Corbin's like, yo, who the hell's Matt Riddle coming up in this bitch thinking he owns this shit? I like that. So I feel like he should be able to have that heel shit backstage moment talking into Chad Gable's ear and I don't... then Chad Gable coming to it. 
I don't disagree. I just don't know if Chad Gable's the guy for that. They should have picked someone else. No, but I mean, we're talking the skeleton crew. No, of course, and, and I understand that. That's I, the I, only reason why I'm, I'm saying Chad because this this is who they're using, and they're not even using him the right way. They're not. Yeah, the skeleton fucking crew. Because I don't think I don't think it. I, maybe that's <laughs> what they wanted to do, and it just doesn't work. And it doesn't work because of who he is. He's not, you know. Chad Gable, some fucking guy who just came in and is trying to be a wrestler. This guy is a fucking Olympic star. Yeah. And right. it it doesn't work to chump out somebody like that because exactly. he can probably legitimately kick the shit out of everybody back there when it comes to wrestling anyway. Fighting might yeah. be another thing, but from a grappling perspective and a shooting perspective, he could fuck some people up. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, okay, you had this whole buildup with King Corbin and Chad Gable to the point where you changed his fucking name to Shorty G. Mm-hmm. You belittled his name already. Why make him a punk ass bitch like this? Like he was already standing up to himself. He was like, you know what, I'ma own this name. Fuck it. So why why punk him out like this? Like yeah. give I, them give us a story that we can believe in these three people. I think that those three in particular need to be in contention for the intercontinental title. Uh, Corbin needs a belt to give him some legitimacy for the heel work that he's doing. I think he would be a good heel champion that would get a lot of heat being chased by a good face. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Riddle might not be ready yet, but I think he could... That's where Chad Gable could actually come in. Exactly. And the two of them could have some kick-ass matches and go back and forth and maybe get a title shot or two but not make it. Um, cause I do think in the, in the exchange of the three of them, Corbin is the one that needs, that needs that title. Jeff Hardy doesn't need an intercontinental title. Um, you know, and they didn't do an intercontinental match here. So, you know, I'll dip into SmackDown a little bit because the return of Sami Zayn now as the undefeated intercontinental champion, the champion who technically never lost his title. I think that's a really good story too. So now you've got some good build behind this championship that is classic um one of their classic titles their worker title and you got to fill that position with some good workers and now they got some good workers they need to do something with that yeah uh any last corbin matt riddle discussions just uh i enjoyed the match i thought it was a good physical match and you know lewis you're always saying like when he'll do heel shit so not only did corbin attack him backstage but right as the match is starting he couldn't he, even take off his flip-flops man he's trying to get his flip-flops off and you're getting <laughs> tackled from behind exactly so, yeah and even before that with the shit that he was saying about him being a failure at home or whatever like that oh, shit was yeah, crazy. i forgot about that Ooh, you're that's, a failure in the ring like you are at home i was like oh shit that is these guys be going in on each other on social media, bro. I, I don't know if they talk about that beforehand. Like, I listen, think so. I, would, I would hope so. I hope no. so. Man, that'd be no, no, some... no, no, no. I, I would hope that it is one of those in passing, like I pass you in the locker room and be, and I'm a, and I just say, look, be prepared. I'm going to go in on some shit and not tell you what that shit is because I want your genuine, genuine reaction. <laughs> you know genuine. what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure maybe the ones that have full respect for one another, like maybe AJ and The Undertaker had that discussion. Like, this is what we're going to say. Don't tell your wives type of shit. Like, what do you think? 
like I feel like maybe they discussed it because they're calling out wives and shit with names. But I feel like people on Matt Riddle and Corbin's level is more like, yo, I'm about to say some shit racist. So. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if they discussed that. I know we're getting off topic. I don't know if they discussed it in detail. I no, think, yeah. yeah, I think that AJ said to him, hey, listen, I'm going to talk some personal stuff. Oh, you're talking about that. Yeah, because I, I, th- I, I, I thought I remember the Undertaker saying when he heard it that he was really upset about it. Because he didn't know what he was gonna say, and he just he had to take a step back. Oh. I and, do remember his wife saying that she had a call AJ's yep. wife and was like, "Yo, is this is this is this real? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Nobody told me the script. Like, what's yeah. happening here?" And then there's there's, I, there's, I there's also uh, instances where you know you were at, talking about how they talk to each other about certain things, and like uh, Paul, there's a. There's a thing inside the ropes, the show inside the ropes, where Paul Heyman talks about uh, he did a shoot on Vince McMahon. Yes, I saw that. Was, yes, he was supposed to rip the shit out of him, and he kept asking Vince. He's like, "Do you want to? Do you want to know some of the things I'm going to say?" And he's like, "No, just make me some money." Yeah, will it draw me money? <laughs> <laughs> will it draw me money? Yeah. yeah. I was like, and and Paul Heyman was just like, okay. And he's like, and he goes into his credit. He, he took the ripping of a lifetime, and he goes, "I haven't seen a dime of that money." Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have the women's tag team championships: Bailey and Sasha versus the weird combination of Nia and Shayna and Shayna. Huh? Shocker. Yes. Naya and Shayna win, like, oh, come on, people. No, what not that this? shocker, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Anywho, I am confused. I, I don't get it. Um, what the fuck, we just had two real women tag teamers in the pre-show. Why aren't they wearing the belts? I, like got, I'm a, I got a theory on this. Break it down for me then. I think the theory is they already had in motion the plans to take the tag team away from Bailey and Sasha. And it's to continue to create that divide between them and to push the story along a little bit faster. And what better to do it than two powerhouses that are probably not going to retain the belts that long. Because either between uh, internal, you know, squabbling or, uh, you know, just not paying attention, I I don't see them holding the belts long. So, no, God, I hope not. You know what? I disagree. I disagree because shocker. If Bailey, like if, if Bailey and Sasha could not beat them, and nobody else has been able to beat. Bailey and Sasha, then what team can beat these two unnatural women? And I don't mean unnatural as if like they're not women, just these yeah, these, the powerhouse these powerhouse women. If uh, there was ever a, somebody, if there was ever a time for Becky and Sasha to win, that should Becky? have been Ch- Bailey. Bailey, sorry. Bailey and Sasha to win. That should have been it. They should have 
they should have retained there and then the split could have come against a team that is of equal size, strength, and skill. Well, you're not going to get that same equal strength at this point. Sure you are. Oh. The Iconics. Um, you think they could do it? Yes. I mean, they got strength in being a tag team, but they ain't got... They don't got muscle strength where they could be sitting there taking down Nia. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if the if 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 the Golden Role Models would have retained, in my mind, the Iconics is the team to take it from them. That's what I was thinking was going to happen. Oh, okay. But I should have seen I should have seen the writing on the wall because they didn't even win the pre-match, the pre-show match. So. Yeah, I don't know what. I love the Iconics. And they're entertaining. They've gotten a lot better at wrestling. Um, and I think over the next couple of years, if they continue to hone their craft, they'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. And so you've got great tag team chemistry along with good wrestling. And put them together and you have a great, great opportunity for entertainment. And so... I, I would love to see the Iconics take on that role where they actually have the belt and they actually defend them for real and they're not in just hiatus for two and a half months or whatever it was when they first had the tag team titles. Well, who do you think takes the belts off of these two women now? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Natalia and Lana. <laughs> I will beat, I will go into the living room and beat the shit out of you. You know what? I would have taken. Don't ta- even lose. Don't encourage it. I would have taken them beating Bailey and Sasha to start that whole rift between the two of them. That I would have taken beating these two women. I don't know because Shayna Baszler is fucking. She's a. I, yo, I have not seen a double submission like that since Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit. That double submission had me almost stand up. I was, I was like, God damn, that's impressive. Yeah. So and then your big ec- ecstatic yo came over my text, and I was like, I saw. It. Yeah, exactly. Like that was some impressive shit. But like I said, right after that impressive shit, fucking, you know, Nia jumping around the ring screaming, "Who cares? We? Who cares? We won! We!" I, I can't. I, I don't like her. That's the thing. I like her. I just I don't know what it's gonna take. I, I I like her. I like everything about her. I like her look. I like her. I've liked her since she started. It's just I don't know if she's not able or if they're just not booking her right. I don't know which it is yet. Well, they've tried. You know, they've tried. I don't a think bit she's of, able. <clears throat> I don't. They've tried a little bit of everything as far as who they've put her with. It's true. You know they. They put her with, you know, sort of put her with Alexa Bliss for a bit, and you know that faltered and went out. And then they put her with Tamina, and you know, it was sloppy with both of them. Um, and then you know she went away and came back. She's kind of a single powerhouse, and and then all this crap that she's been going through lately with you know being suspended or indefinitely suspended but then she's magically right. back and then they put her now they're putting her with Shayna Baszler who they hate each other 
but they just like throwing teams together and giving them they belts. Do. Like I don't know. What Zach, like Zach <laughs> says, uh, throwing shit to the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, it's just you know I I li- I thought it was an impressive win. You know I just if if they if you if if you guys are right and they don't hold them for very long and let's say not very long is a month right come clash of champions they lose to whoever then it's like what does that really do for them and what does that really do for the titles well i mean it could be one of those things where you know you're always saying how like with randy orton when we're saying he was fighting uh mcintyre right that if someone were to intervene and cause a disqualification or whatever they randy doesn't look bad mcintyre doesn't look bad and if there was something that were to happen where they clashed with each other and it caused the loss of the belt you know it's two powerhouses button heads you expect that then i think you're all right I think that's probably the more likely scenario that the two of them, one of the two of them will turn on each other during a match and walk away or hit the other or it'll be an accidental hit that'll cause some friction. But why did, why do they have to do that to get to a match between the two of them? They were already hating each other before they became tag team champions. I don't know. I mean, That's I guess you question. can make I guess you can make that argument about any team that they just put together. Like when you know Michaels and Austin had the tag team titles for a short while, they didn't fucking like each other, but they were you know whatever. They got the job done. Yeah, they they did, but is is that going to be the case here? You know, can they pull that same dynamic off that they did with two performers like Austin and Michaels with? Shayna and Nia. No, I don't think so. I think right between the two, I think Shayna is the better performer. Absolutely, they're both shitty on the mic. Even though Shayna can cut some well, decent that's what promos. I was talking about was her mic work is better than is better, way better than Nia's. Well, her ring work is way better than Nia's. The mic work, I don't know if it's way better. It's better, but I wouldn't say way better. At, well, in my opinion, it's way better because. I hear Naya talk, and I just think of a reject Muppet talking most of the time. Because she goes into some weird voice where she's like, and I'm just like, what is that? I'm like, fucking stop talking like that. When when I hear, sometimes when I hear Shayna Baszler talk, I hear a lower quality China. A lower quality what? China. China. Oh. Because China had, China was really good. To me, she was good on the mic. I thought she was too. And Shayna's just a little below that. Say it again. I said especially if China had someone to play off of. Right, and and I think Shayna's a little bit, but a little below that. And that's not to say that she can't improve that. I I think she can do she could do whatever, as far as I'm concerned. But right now, she's I don't know. I I wouldn't say way better, but I do like her as a performer and as an athlete and as a wrestler better she portrays herself that way she's safe unlike naya who has hurt people you know so Numerous. i don't know i it, it was a shock this was a shocker for me i didn't yeah. think they were going to pull this you know pull oh, the no. trigger on this i think we were all in agreement that they weren't going to win yeah and then surprise surprise 
I don't I don't know what the plan is here, but I, I'd like to see what what unfolds. Yes. Uh I I don't know. I'm I, you know, it's weird for me. Um next up we have Keith Lee and Randy Orton. Discuss because <laughs> I'm out. Three I'm three physical matches back to back and two shocking matches back to back. Um and Keith Lee for the win. Keith Lee beat Randy Orton in about five minutes. I did not see that coming. Uh, Ran uh, Randy Orton must be really trying to give back. <laughs> well, <laughs> He's either really trying to get back or he's being told to get back. You know, that's a good point. It, could, it could go either Randy way. Orton, Randy Orton can have some big pants, but I'm pretty sure Vince can line those pants with money. It's true. That's very so, true. But you know what? I like to think that because people gave back to him, that he wants to give back to people. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um... But not only was this a shocking win, but it was a pretty good match, too. You fucking heard those chops that Randy Orton was laying in? Oh, yeah. Holy yes. shit. <laughs> we were... <laughs> our that chat, shit made me look Our up. chat was blowing up because it was like, oh, oh, the pain, the pain. That shit was... I was like, rough. oh, my God. Um but it I mean it was a it was a good match. I did not think Keith Lee was going to win especially with little build up and shitty music and a skirt on his fucking jacket. Um you know, I I I thought they're setting him up for you know to lose this match. But I guess it doesn't matter what Randy does at this point. He's never going to be weak. Like this isn't this loss isn't going to hurt him. No. No, it's not. So I'm okay. He'll be back. He'll be back in a week, giving somebody an RKO, and everybody will be like, "Look how dangerous he is!" Right. I I wouldn't be surprised if this whole thing between him and Keith Lee turns into a rivalry that ends up being for the Universal Title, because they announced that because of the punts that Randy Orton gave Drew McIntyre. You know, uh, last Monday, he's got a hairline fracture in his jaw. So, you know, that's the... I, I'm assuming that's the storyline gimmick. I don't know if it's true or not. Mm -hmm. But if... And a, and a skull fracture? No, they... Uh, it was a mistake on the skull fracture. Someone said oh. skull fracture and then they corrected it. No, it's a hairline fracture on the oh. jawline. I thought oh, it was okay. cold. My bad. Yeah, so... I wouldn't be surprised if they turn it into, you know, like a number one contenders match to see, you know, who takes on Drew McIntyre. But then it's like, well, <laughs> who the fuck did Keith Lee beat to get there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. See, you know, it's um, for the this this match was bittersweet for me because I've been a fan of Keith Lee. Since he came into NXT, I liked his whole gimmick, Bask in his glory. I liked the music that he chose, the wardrobe that he chose, you know, the way he conducted his matches. He had some great matches with Dijakovic. Um, his match with Adam Cole was great uh, when he actually won the, the belt. And him coming up 
I didn't feel as though he should be winning any major matches, especially someone like Randy Orton, who's the legend killer. Have a good fight, have a physical fight, have a strength, you know, battle. But I didn't expect him to win. So for him to win, it was like, oh, that's awesome. He won. But I, I feel as though it was too soon. And I, I feel like he should build his momentum. You know, I think that there are certain people who you have to strike while the iron's hot. And he might be one of those people. I mean, they had a, a, a lot of faith in him back in January when they when he had that moment in the Royal Rumble with Brock Lesnar. Um, the fact that he was there in the first place was a testament to how they feel about him as a performer. So I don't necessarily have a problem with him coming in and having these big matches, especially when, you know, they're on a skeleton crew. Who are they really going to put him with? Um, would you have preferred they stick him in the Hurt Business? No. 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 I would not no. have wanted that at all. Um, you know, and I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because he's established himself in NXT. He's their first double champion. He vacated one title. He had a really good match to lose the other one. And now, you know, here's Keith Lee. I'm not happy about the presentation. I thought the promo was not that great either. I thought it was, you know, very mediocre for, for him because even when he was doing his monotone, um, you know, promos in NXT, they were entertaining. This just felt flat. Yeah. To me, it didn't seem like he was into it. It didn't seem, it just didn't seem like him. I'm sure, I, I almost think that might be a subconscious thing. He he might be unhappy with how much they changed on him in a matter of a week. It's possible. I mean, it's, it's not like they just said, here, take this outfit. You know, you're not going to be Keith Lee anymore. You're going to be Keith Robinson. You know, they they changed everything. They changed his music. They changed his outfit. They changed the way he talks. They shaved him. Like, they they did everything in, literally overnight. Yeah. And it's like, I, I understand you, wanna, you want a new wrestler to succeed when they come up. But if you know what's bringing people to watch him in NXT... And they love the character that he was. That's the problem with Vince, though. That's the problem with Vince and creative. Creative doesn't step to Vince. It's what Vince says, and that's the way it goes. So Vince has, to me, and I'm not saying that this is how it is, because obviously I'm not in Florida. But to me, Are Vince you sure? has this... Uh, I might be. I can't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vince has this way of needing to be better than everybody else. He's proven that throughout the years from buying people to buying companies to everything. So obviously when it comes to NXTers, he's like, oh, this is what um, Hunter has done, but I'm gonna show him that I can do it better on my brand. And that's why nine times out of 10, the people that he brings up get changed because it's never going to be, with the exception of Asuka. Asuka got to keep her stuff. Um, Charlotte, I think, wasn't changed. The 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 newer, no wait, let me rephrase that. The older set of NXTers got to stay. But now Vince is in his head. The Viking Raiders experience warriors have changed 
fucking uh, Shayna Baszler changed. Um, who else? Kyrie Zane was no longer the pirate princess. She was she Which was Asian. Oscar was Asian. Let's stick them together and be damned all her stuff. Um, and now Keith Lee. I'm I'm sure there's others. Oh, EC3 was changed from what I understood. Um, changed. <laughs> I don't even I don't even think they let him do what he wanted to do to change him. <laughs> they just stand there. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of the times it's hit or miss um with Vince and I don't know what it is about the person or the character that Vince feels like he has to change cuz like I said there's been a few that he's left alone. You know what I mean? Like he's he he was like, "No, I like it. Let's let's keep it how it is." I don't, you know, I don't know if it's a thing of trying to show up Triple H or not. I think it's just, I, I think Zach has hit it on the hit it on the head. He doesn't know what people like about Keith Lee. Maybe that's what it is. Because if he, I'd like to think if he knew that all the stuff that Keith Lee was doing is what made people like him, then he would keep it the same. No, because look at the shit that he does with his own brand. He knows what people like on his brand and what people don't like on his brand. And yet, here we are. But you know what? The other thing is that they can't really gauge what people like and what people don't because there's nobody in the building. There was nobody to really react to what Oh, I'm sorry. Keith Does Lee he did. not have people that read his social media for him? Say that again? Does he? I said, does he not have? Oh, man. My mic messed up. No, 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 no. I didn't, I, I didn't hear what you said. No, I, on my screen, it looked like the mic had messed up. Oh. Um, that's why I was like, oh, shit, is my mic messed up? Um, I said, he has people that read his social media. He has people that are doing his marketing plan and strategy. Those are the people. Yeah. Because even before, like, yeah, you can hear the cheers and the boos. But at the end of the day is what are they saying on social media? What is working with the marketing plan? What is working with the people? What is resonating with the people outside of the stands. And this is why they're losing ratings constantly. Even he, before the pandemic, their ratings were going to shit. Maybe he does, I, I, maybe. And and I don't blame him if he doesn't, but maybe he doesn't listen to that shit. He came up no, in a time- no maybe, he doesn't listen. <laughs> he, he came up in a time where there wasn't any of that shit. You listen to the crowd and that's it. So he could, be struggling over the last couple of months to get his head around how to make these changes because the business is different and here he is at 70 plus years old trying to run this business a different way but the chain the company hasn't changed in the last couple of months from uh, obviously the pandemic yes but before that it hadn't changed and he was still fucking up because before the pandemic the ratings were going down they were losing money he was firing people for no fucking reason other than to fire people because he's not getting it through his skull that he is the problem and that's that's the thing pre-pandemic the shit was fucking up before all of that yeah, so i mean yeah. it wasn't changing i mean you yes he grew up in a different era but like the internet just didn't happen <laughs> social media just didn't happen like that shit's been around for a hot minute now like, yeah but had, i i think in, years. he's not this is not the only business that has social media and has people that have their opinions and attack and do whatever it is that they do 
but it doesn't change how other people run their business so why should it change how he runs his because his is what? audience based all almost all businesses are if like look at video games look at movies they're targeting people and there's something if you don't like a movie or if someone doesn't like a move with the exception of that whole sonic thing they don't yeah they don't they don't listen to that there's no other examples other than sonic of that and if there are i just haven't heard about it there's tons of businesses that are geared towards well, people I mean, yeah it, there are other examples of that you have black panther you have fucking jordan peele which one is it jordan peele which one's doing the I, movies now? I, I don't know what you're talking about. The the uh, Jordan Peele, you're right. Us. No, but what about and, it? And um, Get Out. Uh huh. These are all things the audience wants to see, so they're getting it because the the higher ups are listening and they're green lighting these companies or these movies. I guess I should say. I, A I'm, lot of times, I'm not, these, I'm not seeing the comparison. I, maybe because I don't know what happened with these movies. Well then, okay. Moving right along. Well, I'm well no, but t- but don't leave me hanging. Tell me so that I can understand what you're trying to say. Because you're saying no, you're saying that movies and TV shows and music and all this don't listen to their audience, with the exception of of Sonic. No, 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 no. They, they listen. What I'm saying is that social media is not always the motivating factor for people who run a business to make their decisions. There but I could... didn't say only social media. I also said their marketing plan. I mean, you obviously, he has to look at their marketing plan. Obviously, he has to sit down because he's losing numbers. He's not losing followers. He's losing mm-hmm. audience viewership. And that's what pays the rent at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's viewership. No, I don't. I don't disagree with that. Um, but even before this, the machine just keeps going. If he steps away, the machine is going to keep going. I don't see much change is going to happen. They may do a couple of things different here or there, and they may take a different direction with how they build their stars and how they do the developmental, and then bring them up. But the machine is going to keep going. They may lose ratings. They may lose viewers eventually some will come back they may gain some more people are going to watch to see what happens people are going to watch for different reasons um you know i i i don't think that i don't think that if he's not doing the social media aspect of it anyway that it's that big a deal i think social media is way blown out of proportion at this point no it's not it's not it's not that it's more it's not so much that he has to pay attention to social media, but that's where people are talking so he can get gauge an idea of what people like and what people don't like. Like he Where's can't you? play stupid. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's just the bottom line of it. And and with a lot of this shit, he does play stupid. He's like, I don't give a shit what anybody else has to say. I'm gonna do it my way and that's and it and if it works, fine. That's fine. That's his company, yes. But if he is firing people if he's changing shit because he doesn't understand what people like, then that's a problem with him. Sure. Like, he needs to understand what people like because this is what generates the money. This is no, what I, generates yeah. the following. That the I agree with. That I agree with. I also don't I also agree with you that he doesn't give a shit. He's gonna do whatever no, he's gonna uh-huh, do until yeah. he's done and that's it. Which I can't wait. I mean I'm not I'm not saying I'm, I'm 
death or anything like that. But I'm no, saying, but just for him to step away, I, yeah. I think a lot of people feel the same way. And see, I think now that I can talk. No, you can't. Next. <laughs> Next know, right? match. <laughs> the whole point of it is the fact that you've got Vince and he is such a micromanager of everything that goes on in that company that for him not to acknowledge if you don't have the fan base that are right there in person giving you feedback as to what they like and what they hate because obviously if Keith Lee would have come out and everyone was Mm. silent he would have known immediately that uh, no but that's the thing the audience members aren't going to be silent you do know that they might be Zach if Keith Lee first appears on WWE, nobody's going to be silent. They're going to cheer because it's Keith Lee. And then they're going to go home and watch the playback and be like, what the fuck was that music? What the fuck was he wearing? Like, like the first initial reaction is, oh shit, Keith Lee's here, blah! They're not going to be like, Keith Lee, and not, and not have anything. But if he keeps coming out in that shit and kicking ass and wins titles, then I mean... If he keeps coming out, that's different. But the the first reaction? No, the first reaction is not going to be silence. No, the first first reaction would have been cheers and it would have remained cheers because Randy Orton has got heat and nobody wants to like Randy Orton. (laughs) Nobody wants to like a guy that makes fun of Ric Flair's dead children. Nobody wants that. (laughs) Or makes fun of the fact that... Or says, I'm the... You're around because I'm the son that you wish you had. Like, who says that? So nobody wants to cheer for that guy. So I, they, a fucking hornswoggle could have came out and they would have fucking <laughs> cheered for him. Um, but I don't. I think that all the comments about everything that we just discussed would have been the same anyway. Nobody, the three of us anyway, are not fans of the outfit, not fans of the shaving, not fans of the music, not fans of the promo, and those would have been the things that everybody would have complained about anyway. To the point where they're creating a petition to try and have it changed back to what it was. Here's what I was getting to originally: is the whole reason you have developmental is to have these new guys coming in, create a persona, wrestle, Mm -hmm. create a name for themselves. So why the fuck would you bring them up if they're popular and change every fucking thing Because again, he's out of touch. Vince is out of touch. Well, he shouldn't, my thing is, is he shouldn't be. Like you were saying earlier, he was losing numbers before the pandemic hit. And he was losing numbers to his own fucking show. He was losing ratings to NXT, not only just AEW. And we've been covering AEW, not frequently. We've kind of missed a couple weeks with them. But we have been covering them (laughs) while we've been doing the podcast. And overall, it seems like that I like, for the most part, most of what AEW does. I'm a little bit more forgiving. Whereas Lewis is like, they need to tighten this up. They need to do this better than this. Lewis, Right here, and then, then cats like I slept through the whole show. So, am I wrong, Lewis? About what? About what? As far as like your general idea of AEW, like it's it's meh. I, yeah, but I, I would say less than meh. <laughs> but okay. and, but and then well, and then but it wasn't losing to Vince's show. It was losing to Triple H's show. 
Triple H. And then That's, Triple H okay. was beating... Get to I mean, the point. Okay, sorry. Get to the point. It's still Vince's show either way you slice it. Yeah, but who's running that show? That's Triple what I was H. getting to. He's losing to Triple H, who's who knows how to run the show. That's he knows how to use creative in a better way. He didn't always know how to run that show. Okay. Who, ta- who taught him how to do it? But, okay, well, okay, they but, he's, him, but, but now that he knows, he's doing a better job. Yeah, he's I, I don't, I don't disagree with. I don't disagree with that. But as long as he owns the company, it's still his show. So to say that his show is winning is not wrong. To say that Triple H is doing it better is not wrong either. Well, I, I I don't I don't have a problem who, with either one. Who runs NXT? Shawn Michaels and 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 Triple H. Who runs Raw and SmackDown? Vince. And your two main shows are losing ratings to a show you don't run. But he still reaps the benefits. It doesn't matter. Of course it does. No, because that's not part of the argument. The part of the argument is is that Vince is out of touch. And he needs to understand what his audience likes because he's bringing these NXTers up without paying mm-hmm. attention. I understand that both shows were losing numbers to NXT. I get it. But at the end of the day, they're all WWE shows and all WWE fans. So you're comparing all of the same show under the same umbrella together. I, I get that. That's that's what I'm struggling with. It's still WWE numbers. The management, the Say management style, and I'm trying to compare the management and the success of the show comparatively to the others. If you know you're seeing better success in the way something's being run by your son-in-law, maybe you should take a vested interest. And that's what I'm trying to say as well. Yeah. The the point is. You're bringing some of these NXTers up. You're changing their gimmicks because you want to. And you're failing. You're disappointing the fans. You're letting the fans down. And this is a highly fan-based operation you've got going on. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I don't think I have enough know-how to say that it's being mismanaged. I don't know if I have enough know-how to say that one is doing a better job than the other because there it's could be the ratings which is i understand knowledge. that but there could be other moving components we're giving all of the success to triple h but there's a lot of other moving components we're blaming all the fuck ups on vince mcmahon but there's a lot of other moving components and i don't feel comfortable putting that on one or two individuals without having a full understanding of how that entire machine works like get you've got your writers you've got creative you've oh. got you've but got that's what i'm saying and it, and it doesn't stop there there are a lot of other moving wheels so i don't know if i feel oh. comfortable putting but the blame I mean, it's anywhere all, it's all public knowledge it's nothing that's been hidden vince hires the writers if he doesn't like it he changes it triple h runs all of nxt and he has writers and he believes in his writers. And if he d- wants to change something, he changes something and he doesn't really fuck with the writers too much. It's it's nothing that's been hidden from the public. That's all, it's all there for you to, for you to see, for you to find, for you to know. Vince changes shit on a whim. Vince changes shit 
because he can and he wants to. And that's that's the problem. And I have no problems putting that on Vince because it's Vince's show. W SmackDown and Raw are Vince's show. It breathes and dies with Vince. Vince has creative. He doesn't give a shit what creative has to say. It's what he says and that's it. Triple H has his own creative and he works with them. Mm -hmm. He pays attention to ratings. He pays attention to his competition. He pays attention to what the audience feels, whether he agrees with them or not. If he doesn't agree with them, he doesn't do, you know what I'm saying? He he finds a compromise. He finds a healthy compromise. Vince does not. Vince is like, be damned everybody and this is how I'm gonna do it. And it's been said from wrestlers that have left. It's been said in news articles. It, it literally really is all there. I'm not pulling this shit out of my ass. This is shit that I've read from articles and no. I'm not gonna go on Wikipedia because anybody could fucking write No, that of shit. course. No, I'm, I'm not suggesting that these things aren't reported and that people don't talk about it. I listen to the same shit and read the same stuff. Um, but I take everything that I read and everything that I hear with a grain of salt. So, I mean, he is definitely the problem. I don't think that that goes without saying, um, but I don't know how any of the other stuff really works. I don't know enough about the what creative does and where in the process he fits in. I don't know enough about any of that stuff. So, you know, I do still think he's the problem because... You know he's the one that has to okay stuff and it has been noted that he will change stuff if it's not right but there's still a lot of other shit that happens that i don't know about or hear about so you know no i i don't i don't know if i i don't know if i would say a complete mismanagement of the process for me it's the owner not letting go that's what it is for me And I think that this whole Keith Lee thing is proof positive of that. Unless it comes out somewhere that someone else made that decision, which I've not seen yet, but, you know, it's only been a week. So, I don't know. Well, let's wrap that up with a bow. <laughs> Just saying. Look, look, Kat, she's heated. <laughs> I don't know why we can agree to disagree. It's all right, and we're not. I'm not even literally, disagreeing. I mean, like that's the whole problem. Like literally, we went into a circle because Lewis said that he cannot put this all on Vince, but then goes back and says that it is Vince is is in charge, and I don't know. We're in a circle. But anyway, next match is Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Uh, Ray and Dominic for the win. It was a good match. Dominic has good momentum right now. I, I dig it. But I mean, he's been wrestling since he was like two. <laughs> I think it was two or three that his dad started like teaching him basically. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I know they said it. Or they Not for this match. They said it at another point. I don't remember. Mm -hmm, that's why I can't um, remember. If but it was I, I mean, either way, no, it was good. I think it was good. I think that the fact that they won was good. I'm curious to see, you know, what's going to happen with that one-on-one -on -one match tonight. I don't know 
I don't know how this saga is continuing. Which um, one? Who has the one on Mutt? Seth and Ray. Seth, Seth and Ray. Ray. So I'm, it was I'm, Monday. Remember we were talking about that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how that works. Or what they're going to do. The, um... Um, but there, I mean, I, there weren't a lot of crazy spots in there, but it was a good solid match. I thought, you know, Dominic's performance was just as, as good as it was for SummerSlam. I think it was more technical than, than, uh, flashy, which I liked because you don't get a lot of technical wrestling. And I wonder if it's because he's not used to doing flashy just yet or maybe he just wants to show his technical side and that's what they're well, he, focusing on he's been training for a while but i don't know how many matches he actually has so or in front of a you know like that and mm-hmm. i don't know how comfortable he is so that they're probably oh, just yeah. trying to break him in i mean he's got a yeah. pretty good frog splash yeah. yeah the when buddy murphy had him up on his shoulders and he hit that post and whipped off i thought thought it killed him yeah yeah that he hit his head on that um on that barricade pretty pretty good oh that too yeah oh i thought that's what you were talking about i'm sorry i'm talking about buddy murphy had him up on his shoulders and he was coming around the corner and oh yes off of the 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 post up on the apron yes and he whipped off of his shoulders i was like fuck did he really hit that post damn Who was someone else? Buddy Murphy took those hits off the arcade, right? Yeah. And I mean, that shit is padded, yeah, but that, I mean, still. Yeah, but the way his head whipped over the top of the... I thought he broke his damn neck. Yeah. I, I thought he was at least concussed. But maybe but maybe I, that thing is like a There was somebody pillow. else that night, too, that took a hard hit. One of the girls, wasn't it? I don't, I don't recall. Because remember, some Jana said so and so left the imprint on the floor right next to. Oh yeah, what match was that? Shit. I don't remember. Oh. Maybe it was the pre-show. Maybe it was one of the. Maybe Ruby. It was Liv Morgan. Thank you. Liv Morgan got fucking slammed. Verdad. Yes. Yes. What truth? Verdad. Truth. Oh, verdad. I was like, verdad. What's a verdad? I I, I was looking for Liv Morgan's imprint when she got up. I was like, damn. I'll take that imprint. (laughs) Um. (laughs) You got small feet. I like her. (laughs) Exactly. Um. No, but I I thought it was a I thought that um, the Mysterio and Messiah match was good. The only thing that I think I said to you guys was this shit is <laughs> way too religious. They kept calling Rey oh, Mysterio yeah, the father. The father. The the, then they called Dominic the son. You got the Messiah and the disciple. I'm like, what's going on here? You're in church, brother. You're in church. Yeah. So um, it, I I liked it. I thought it was a good match with yeah. a good finish, and it was a feel good you know uh, face win. So, I think we all expected them to win. Yeah. yeah. They, they kind of had to. 
Yeah. You can't be looking like a punk bitch all the time. <laughs> but I, I like that. so far so good. This is three and three that Dominic has done, and it's been good. Yeah, I think he's been. I think he's been pretty solid on his performances. Mic work, not so much. Ring work, pretty good. It'll get there. Well, I mean, his balls I mean, haven't dropped, so he doesn't have bass in his voice. Wow. Ray, Ray was okay on the mic, so you know his his work is more in the ring. Anywho. And then we're closing off the show with this three-way, not three-way. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Well, no. Was it The Fiend that came out? Yeah, it was The Fiend. Yeah. And Braun Strowman and eventually Roman Reigns. Roman, the uh, Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman destroy the ring. Braun Strowman. No, what's his name? Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns comes in and wins. Mm-hmm the belt um before any of that happened i thought it was funny that braun Strowman missed his cue completely i don't i don't <laughs> I know i did if, not see that yeah, i need yeah, to go yeah, back and yeah. see that he, he uh <laughs> the fiend was still coming in and then <laughs> braun Strowman slid in and he looked around and he was like oh shit he's not in the ring and he went right back out and then <laughs> one, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. I hope you can catch it and they don't edit it out. Um that that shit had me cracking up. I'm like, who is that? Listen, it was a it was a good physical match between the two of them. All of yeah. that had to happen so that Roman could basically Roman can come in and, and win the match. I mean that that was it. Like I get it, but I kind of, I kind of wanted to see Roman fight. Like he came back, I wanted to see him. Like fine, it doesn't even have to be a long match, but I kind of wanted to see him fight. He, and he looks jacked. He looks great. He looks well rested. Got new fucking teeth. Let me see you fight. And you will. This wasn't the match for it. I mean, it could have been. No, he walked in and it didn't I, even spear. I didn't like it. I didn't like. It. I liked all the way up till Roman came in. And I was like, man. This is heel reigns. This is now all of the people that we were talking about before who were bitching about Roman Reigns, turn them heel because you're feeding them to us like fucking John Cena. And now they're turning him heel and meh. No, I'm not. Well, that wasn't me. I'm not saying I'm... that it's you, but I'm sure oh. that there are people who oh, wanted that, I, who were doing my, the same my thing. My biggest thing was, yeah, my biggest thing was I just kind of wish I, I would have seen him fight a little more. Nothing extravagant. Like, he didn't have to break a sweat. Like, I just wanted to see him fight just a little bit. Un- unless he has changed his entire style completely, I'm good. I'm good with... The way they set all of that up and the way he just came in and signed the contract and said, yeah, I'm your champion. Lewis is like the less, the better. (laughs) I I don't, I, if they would have had five minutes of Roman Reigns doing a Superman punch and doing a spear and, you know, a couple of, you know, the the kicks that he does, what good would it have done? No, I don't think the Superman punch would have worked now that he's a heel because Superman's not a heel giving him the superman punch but i mean like let me see a little bit of something you're jacked and ripped for me not to be able to see you just yet <laughs> no, like don't you... fucking cock tease me like that i think this entire pay-per-view was just that 
a cocktail? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's why it was thrown together a week after SummerSlam, and that's it. So I, I don't have I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem that they put him with Heyman, even though I'm a little shocked that that he came he came back. Um, I'm not. I I thought he was just gone completely. No, he think, was only gone from Raw. I don't think he ever left. Period. I'm inclined. I'm inclined to believe the same, but the problem for that whole thing was AJ Styles, and he's on SmackDown. The whole reason why that whole shit happened was because there was some interaction backstage, or some type of something with him and AJ Styles, which is how that whole switch happened. And now he's back in the same show with the guy who he had a pro who has a problem with him. I, I don't. Oh, I didn't know that. That's that, I, thought, that, I thought it was something. I thought it was Vince just didn't like him in creative, so he fired him from Raw. There, there was something. I'd have, I'll find the article. I gotta find okay. it. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I legit thought, it, or not thought, I read um, that it was just because uh, Vince fired the other guy that was on SmackDown on creative. Um can't remember his name they were hired pretty much a day apart um Heyman on raw and the other guy on smackdown what bischoff that one and then he fired bischoff and then he fired um paul Heyman from raw but it was the article stated that it was he just didn't like the way creative was being handled with these two guys he, mm-hmm. and that was it like I didn't, I didn't know there was more to it with the AJ thing. No, I think the creative thing is right, and there was something with creative and AJ or, or something like that. I either way, I don't have a problem with that pairing. I don't have a problem with you know with anything that they did. You know, Roman's time in the ring will come, and that's it. Maybe you know, maybe he said, "Listen, I'll come back, and I'll make the appearance, and you give me the belt that you should have given me back in fucking." you know, March for WrestleMania, but I'm not completely comfortable having a full match yet. That's possible. And they were like, all right, we'll bring you in because Roman Reigns brings ratings. And now Roman Reigns with a belt will do the same thing. And that's the end of the show. I don't know. I just I, I don't I don't know who I don't know who chases now. I don't know if they let because if, if Reigns is the heel, clearly, that would make the fiend in this case babyface. Unless they don't make them pursue it. But if not if not him, because I'm I'm pretty sure it's not gonna be Braun, then who? Why do you say it wouldn't be Braun? I I have a feeling that they might just be done with Braun. Who doesn't the fiend have the belt, right? No. He had it. He had it. Oh, this is what Roman took. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why I'm confusing it with something else. You know, plus during that match you got Alexa Bliss looking at the monitor and she's not really full blown heel either. So if you put the two of them together. He's babyface with Roman Reigns as a heel. I don't know. Now, what what do you think they're going to do with Braun? Have no idea. Uh, I don't know if they're going to change. 
Because then the fiend would have to go away. They, I think they, they fucked up. Braun. They should. They fucked, the, they fucked up Braun, you said? Yeah, they fucked him up. They should have let him beat Brock Lesnar back when all that shit was going on. And they didn't strike when the iron was hot. And that's a guy that they needed to strike when the iron was hot, especially at that time. And he's just one dimensional. In my opinion, he's just a one dimensional character now. I don't know what more they can do with him. And it's a shame because he's good in the ring. He's a good worker and he's actually a pretty nice guy. So it sucks, but I don't know what they do with him. I really don't. Mm. I see this continuing with with Bray and, and Roman. That's that's the direction that I see it going in. I could be wrong. Well, like we were talking about the other night, I would like to see the Wyatt family revived, and now you've got Bray, Alexa, and Braun. I I think you might just end up with Bray and Alexa. Mm. I don't I don't know if they're going to do that. I mean, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a been there done that. But what the fuck else are they going to do with him? I don't know what else they can do. <laughs> well, I don't know what else they can do with him. He's a really good big man and they don't know what to do with him. So, um, but as far as as far as that match, nah, I, I didn't I didn't have a problem. I can see I can see why, you know, you're like meh because I mean it was it was advertised as a triple threat match and it really was just a one-on-one rematch and then Roman Reigns came in that I think was was a bad tactic it's the same it's the same thing as um you know the swamp match a few months ago like they advertised it as a swamp match but there really wasn't you know it's not a a traditional match you know they didn't announce a way to win or you know or anything like that so I I just whatever Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, like, I didn't officially hate it, but, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said before, I enjoyed the match up till Roman walked in. Mm-hmm. And then once he walked in, he signed the contract, threw it on the ground. I knew it was just going to be a matter of walking in. Taking it and walking out. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's great. All that build up to nothing. Well, to me, it's, to me it's, it was a letdown. It's it's not to nothing. It's going to go somewhere. The real question is, is the decision to turn him heel going to pay off? Is what everybody wanted from Roman Reigns now going to pay off? Do that's, you think Roman mean. can pull off a heel? That's what I was going to say. Depends on if he can make it believable. He's a fucking heel. He's always been a heel, in my opinion. They were just trying to push him as a face. Remember that, uh, I mean, that that whole shit. um, um, Fuck it. I'm going to edit it out. I forgot I was going to (laughs) say. He's a heel. He's a natural heel. He's got a heel face, a heel look. He can sell it. I think. But are people going to like it? That's the real question. Are people going to like a Roman Reigns heel during COVID-19? 
Well, here's my thing is, uh, you know, Roman's been used to being a mouthpiece. You got Paul Heyman, who is the mouthpiece. How much talking is Roman going to do now? I'd be perfectly fine if he did no talking. I know that I know that he likes to think that he's a Mike guy, but I can point out several promos where he is definitely not a Mike guy. Quoting fucking um, suffering succotash. No, you don't say suffering succotash looking like that. I'm sorry. No. He had a whole fucking promo with Cena, forgot his shit, and Cena ate him alive. It's called the promo, son. You got to learn how to do him if you're going to do this. That's that's exactly what John Cena told him in the ring. Damn. So if he does, if he talks less, I'm okay with it. He could do some talking because he's better than you know a Brock Lesnar on the mic. But I think less talking for a heel is good, especially if you've got Paul Heyman. So, uh, ratings, we've got, you know, pin is good. You've got a count out, which is bad. And you have a disqual, which is meh. You know, the only, the only really bad, I'm sorry. No, fucking no, it was good. It was good, bad, or the ugly. It was good. (laughs) The, um, the only thing that was questionable was the way the show ended whether you know whether we agreed with it or not that was about the only thing that we were just kind of like mm, okay so I'll, I'll give it a pin i thought the first three matches were very competitive and physical and then you had two good swerves in the middle um you had a feel-good moment with the mysterios winning and you know Roman Reigns walked in, took his belt, and left. <laughs> Taking my ball, going home. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, it's a pin for me. Uh, for me, with the exception of the "I'm taking my ball and going home" part of it, I, I would give it a pin as well because m- most of the matches were solid matches and entertaining, and. It had some real hard hitting moves in some of them. You're just like, God. Um, yeah. But I was thoroughly entertained. So, yeah, I, I would say a pin as well. How about you, Kat? I literally was the one that started off by saying it was good. So, oh, still well, good. Is it's that all you good. said is, is good? It's, that's why I missed it. I mean, it. What, else, what else do you want me to say? <laughs> it's good. Yay. <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to say. Oh, you're still waiting for more from me? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say something else, to be honest. Oh, no. No? All right. Well, well the I... time has come for the JFW team to tap you out. Send your questions, comments, feedback to jfwpodcast at gmail.com. Share our show with a face, heel, or mark. And thank you for listening. Until next week, peace out. Bye. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>